Hi, this is Mark Saunders, and you're listening to the Sound Device Podcast. Like I said, man, this is uh, episode, I believe, four or five, I don't know. But um, first ten or so episodes, I'm not putting a whole lot of frill, a whole lot of bleh into it. You know, not a whole lot of production. Just want to just stay, try to stay as consistent as possible and just um, put out this information. As far as what I've seen and what I've dealt with and, you know, what struggles you may be going through. Um, two things I'm going to talk about are live streaming specifically and um, which digital audio workstation platform to use, you know. Um, I, I came up in the time of the keyboard wars you know it was between Roland Yamaha and Korg really it was all about who had the latest keyboard and who had the the most recent features and everything else well that's really morphed into basically like a software sense thing where Really, nowadays, uh, whatever keyboard you have really doesn't matter that much. Um, They have taken that into account, and with their newest flagship brands, in particular with Roland, their Phantom brand, it incorporates a lot of soft synth uh, technology into the use of... I mean, using it very seamlessly with their keyboards. So it makes it real feel that you're you're not playing a software synth. It makes it feel like something that came from the factory on your keyboard. So, um, I forgot why I was trying to make an analogy out of it. But, um, the the move to the oh that's what it is the 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 rush to the latest and greatest and what the hippest thing and what the thing is this that and the other uh, can sometimes lead you down a path that you really don't want to go. Uh, for instance, I'm well basically I'm gonna tell you this: there is no one doll that makes your music sound better. Is there is no one doll that is the magic bullet, all right. And truth is, you use different dolls for different reasons. Like uh, people are saying, well, why should I use Logic over Ableton, or why should I use Pro Tools over um, Studio One? I think think it's, it's Sonic's version. You're using whatever works for you. Uh, Ableton was a leader in the aspect of using a clip based uh, song production and using it in in an interface where it was real easy to rearrange on the fly. Now, a lot of people say that's a lot like Fruity Loops. True that. It might be. But 
there are people who have recorded hit records on Fruity Loops, believe it or not. So, even though I've always considered that to be a junk software, hey, it is what it is. So, pick a doll and use it for whatever purpose that you're using. Like, uh, I have all three major, I have all the three major ones. I have Logic, I have Pro Tools, and I also have Ableton. They all serve a purpose for a different aspect. If I'm just wanting to create, like I just want to sit down and just get in there and just really just just do some stuff, you know, really lay some tracks and stuff like that, I'm using Logic. If I want to use stuff in a, in a, in a live format, if I want to do a lot of arrangement, coordination with different uh, not just instruments but also different elements such as lighting and everything else I'm using Ableton when it comes to editing I I don't think there's anything better than Pro Tools the way that they're their shortcuts and, and the way everything's set up for just quick edits and just really getting zero was that zero cross references like a zero zero cross point um editing where you know it's actually this is flat zero where i'm editing it right here there is no when i finish editing this there's, there's not going to be no pop there's not going to be some kind of weird you know missing piece of information that's that's going to attach itself to this clip that i'm putting together love pro tools for editing too but I don't like it for tracking. Actually, I love it for tracking. I like it for tracking. I like Pro Tools for, for editing. Pro Tools for tracking. I don't like Pro Tools for creation. It's very frustrating. That's why I usually do that in um, Logic. Just use what you got, man. The key is to take whatever software that you got and maximize it to your biggest capability because I mean you can be told a lot of them starting to have the same capabilities the same features Ableton was a leader and really the only one that was doing this uh, being able to work as a regular doll but also to use clips at the same time but Logic, their latest update is they're using clip-based rearrangement, and I wouldn't be shocked. I haven't checked in Pro Tools lately, but I wouldn't be shocked if they're doing it too. Anyway, just uh, take a doll, really get into it, do some tutorials, really learn that software, and really, and this this is the key: learn how to mix good audio. That is what makes your production stand out. Not just having the killer runs or the, the all these different loops and all this this thing that and the third. A great mix is what sets you apart. Cause see now everybody has the technology at home. Everybody can be a producer or engineer at home. What's gonna set you apart is that you actually know what you're doing. Okay. Alright, so that's what the the doll thing I was talking about. Um, on the flip side, um, I wanted to talk about um, live streaming, and I've this some of this might be repetitive, but I, I just want to make sure I I, I re- reiterate this clearly. Um, 
live stream. The go-to software for me, <coughs> excuse me, the go-to software for me right now, live streaming-wise, it, it has to be Switcher Studio. Switcher Studio is an iOS app, based app. So you can only get it on the iPad or the iPhone. Uh, my suggestion is to, if you want to really do it right, uh, the controller where you're controlling Switcher Studio from, make sure it's not just an iPad but an iPad Pro. But as long as it's an iPad, don't try to control this from an iPhone because you, you're just going to frustrate yourself because you're using such a small screen. Um, but the iPad, having Control Studio or uh, Switcher Studio, uh, it has its limits. Because you only can use an iOS device for another camera, although you can have, I think it's like eight of them running at a time. So you can have eight, eight different cameras running at the same time. But you can put, off a, uh, put on a very professional broadcast with Switcher. I mean, it can rival some, you know, top-level cable broadcast. You know, and it's completely compact. This is this is what the setup that I recommend with uh, Switcher Studio. Your main switcher, the one that you're controlling the, the software with, that needs to be an iPad Pro. As as new as you can get it. Reason being because it's gonna have a uh, USB C connector on that. You're gonna take that USB C connector, connect that to uh, any one of these adapters that I mean they seem to work better uh, when it comes to USB-C using a, uh, an aftermarket or a third-party uh, device than it is with the lightning to camera adapter that you would use with a regular iPad so you get an adapter that will have you can look for an adapter that has USB-C to plug that plugs into, but then it's going to have at least an HDMI port, has at least one USB 3 output, and has some type of way of charging your uh, iPad. Because what you want to do is you want to connect your e you want to have an Ethernet connection when you connect your internet, whatever internet you're using, you want to be connect that directly via Ethernet to make sure you have a solid connection. Then you're gonna also make sure that you have uh connect on that hub an external monitor, which is gonna help with if you're doing a remote guest interview, which I've had to do recently. That would help out greatly. And also have a spot for you to plug in a USB um, mixer. So you can uh, have various inputs from that mixer going into uh, Switcher. That's about it, man. I, I, it's not a whole lot this week. I just I, I just really wanted to stress it. Switcher Studio is the way to go, man. If you're you're a church and you're trying to figure out, still trying to figure out how to, not just 
well, if it, I mean, I think pretty much everybody's figured out how to live stream now. You can do that basically with just your phone. If you want to do something a little more, you know, a little bit more professional, a little bit more uh, slicker look, definitely try Switch your studio. Um, I do not recommend using anything that's completely web-based. When you use something that's completely web-based, uh, if you use like Switcher, I think you actually you could you're, you you're if you lose your internet connection, depending on how you set up, I think you actually still can record um, all your feeds to one device or ha- record them on each device. You know, have each camera record and then come back and piece it together later. But if you're using Restream and you're using their client, which is completely web-based, and the internet crashes, well, you're screwed. So, that's what's that on that. Um, last thing I'm going to put out there for my sound device audience. Look, man, working in audio and really video also but i mean i i'm like i said my influence is an audio man it's, it's a very thankless job if you're you're coming into if you, you're wanting to do audio production and you're trying to be i don't know how to say this trying to garner the same accolades as the person who's standing at the front of the stage you're in the wrong business okay Truth be told, if everything goes right, they will never notice that you were there. And that's the point. So, being an audio engineer is very much thankless, but you don't do this for things. You don't do what you do to get praise and acclaim. You do what you do because you saw a job that needed to be done and you stepped up and did it. That's your personal glory. That's the personal ticket you got. And you actually, especially if you're working in a church, you're furthering the ministry. So, I mean, that's the blessing that you're getting out of that. Man. If you think of anything personal, I mean, you may get a, a, a pat on the back from your pastor or whoever that you're working closely with. But, I mean, not everybody's that uh, considerate. Anyway, man. I think that's about enough for me. I really don't have much to talk about this week, but I just wanted to stay consistent on this uh, podcast thing. So, anyway, my name is Mark. This is the Sound Device Podcast. Um, check me out on uh, the Mark Every Productions page on Facebook. And I'm always putting stuff out there, and I will holler at y'all later. Peace.